Thanks for stopping by to listen to Northern Ag Network On Demand. We've enjoyed being able to provide these programs on more platforms and appreciate you taking the time to listen. This report is brought to you by Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, who would like to remind hunters that respecting private landowners and the access they provide is more important than ever. Positive relationships between hunters and landowners impacts all recreationists. It's up to us. Respect access, protect the hunt. Now time for the report. Good morning, everybody. Coulter Brown here from the Northern Ag Network with our morning market report. Well, this week we're broadcasting from the Soil Health Symposium in Billings. Hosted by the NRCS, the conference examines regenerative agriculture and the principles of soil health. The keynote speaker of the event is nationally renowned holistic range manager Jerry Doan from Central North Dakota, who I might add was just inducted into the North Dakota Agricultural Hall of Fame. I asked Jerry, what regenerative of agriculture means to him. It's all about trying to improve our natural resources and and then tell the public about it. We bring a lot of people into the ranch and people that come to our place and they spend a day or two, they're like, wow, we're impressed. You really are passionate about improving the natural resources, about sequestering carbon, about bringing the next generation back. And so that makes it fun for me. Longtime attendees of the conference, Ryan and Abby Bruski from Ekalaka, were one of the breakout session speakers yesterday, and Ryan told me how changing to adaptive rotational grazing transformed their operation. So we quit season-long grazing and go into a more uh, adaptive style grazing, so we would move anywhere from daily to one-week moves, and we were given back to as much of the soil as we were taking. So we'd see that we were more drought resilient, more pest resilient, and just able to carry away more stock by doing this, you know, feeding the soil. We weren't having the inputs go out as far as with fertilizer. And so it was just a slow process. Once we saw the results, we, we dived into, you know, the adaptive grazing and intensive grazing. PJ Kimmel, a rancher from Turner, has been coming to the symposium for a number of years as well and told me it's helped them to make some significant changes to their operation as they focus on soil health principles. We started coming about five years ago and we're learning a lot of lot of things about soil health still. We're selling cover crop seed. We're utilizing cover crops with our yearling operation to fill in some gaps in certain times of the years and it's really good feed. We got some goals out there for the future to get to and uh, soil health's a part of that. So that's where we're at. Stay with us. We'll be back with more on the Morning Market Report after this. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products, no matter the season. This is BNSF. Nicely done, Beef. You're part of a balanced dinner. The main part. With 10 essential nutrients like protein to help build muscle and iron to provide the body with oxygen and zinc for a healthy immune system. There is no substitute for you. And there are seven more nutrients waiting in every delicious bite. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Brought to you by Montana Beef Producers and Checkoff Dollars. 
Well, the final numbers for beef exports are in for 2022. Of course, we already knew that records would be broken. The only question was by how much. Despite slowing towards the end of the year, beef exports reached 1.47 million metric tons, up 2% from last year's record high. Export value also reached a new record at $11.68 billion, up 10% from last year and 40% above the five-year average. Those records are likely to stand for some time as lower beef production this year will pull exports lower despite looking at an improved exchange rate situation. Well, the Montana House Ag Committee tabled House Bill 350 yesterday. Known as the Montana Country of Origin Placarding Bill, it would have required retailers to post a placard by beef and pork indicating to the best of their knowledge the meat's origin. The bill was supported by Montana Farmers Union, Cattlemen, and Organic Associations, but was opposed by the Montana Stock Growers, Farm Bureau, Chamber of Commerce, and Retailers Association. And after much deliberation, the Volunteer Planning Committee of the Women Stepping Forward for Agriculture Conference has decided to end on a high note after celebrating two decades of the conference last fall and will not be continuing in 2023. The committee wants to extend their gratitude to those who attended or sponsored the conference over the years and allowed it to be such a success for 20 years. For over half a century, Montana farmers and ranchers have put their trust in Stockman Bank. That's because they know Stockman has always been there. We know and understand agriculture and the commitment it takes to be successful. If you're looking for a Montana bank that cares about your operation and offers quick turnaround, local decisions, and flexible terms, then look no further than Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Member FDIC. A mixed cattle market on Wednesday with feeders under pressure from higher corn and live cattle waiting to see what the cash market does this week. April live cattle up a dime on Wednesday at 163.70, June down two and a half cents at 159.77. For the feeder cattle, the March contract off 75 cents at 186.45, April down 62 at 190.72. Early week cash fed cattle sales holding steady on light volumes from 157 to 159 on a live basis. No dress trade to speak of yet. A substantially higher market for light calves in Miles City. Lighter four-weight steer selling from 270 to 289, 450 to 550 pounders, 230 to 240, 5.5 to 6.5 weight steers, 210 to 220. The heifer is also quite a bit stronger with five weights from 204 to 214, six weights 185 to 195. And a large crowd on hand for the Pays Blue Ribbon 2 sale on Tuesday. Over half the offerings staying in state as ranchers begin to restock if they've got the feed. Bred heifers sold 1850 to 2135. Young bred cows 1800 to 2300, average at 2000. Mid aged cows 1650 to 2075. Sawmouth cows 1400 to 1850. And the short term cows 1300 to 1585. A fairly neutral world supply and demand report from USDA on Wednesday, although some bearish changes for corn and soybeans. U.S. corn ending stocks were raised 2%, soybeans up 7%. Wheat ending stocks were raised both in the U.S. and globally, but it was far less of an increase than pre-report expectations were calling for, so the wheat did move higher with March KC winter wheat up a dime at 896, May up 8 and 3 quarters at 883. For the spring wheat, the March contract 9 cents higher at 9 
926. May up eight and a quarter at 918. March Chicago wheat 15 cents higher at 764. May up 13 and three quarters at 775. March corn gaining four and a half cents up to 678. And soybeans for March also four and a half higher at 1519. And for local cash grain prices, 14 pro spring wheat ranging from 870 to 910. 12 pro winter wheat now from 860 up to 920. And Durham staying from 850 to $9. From the Northern Ag Network, I'm Coulter Brown.